the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to What's the Score? A series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. And now let's head into the Rich Jekyll Score Studio with Christopher Hart and Lucy Polito. Welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And yes, indeed, we have a winning combination for you today, even though it's a long-distance winning combination because Lucy Polito is back home down in Columbia. How are you doing, Lucy? I am doing terrific and very much looking forward to our guest today. It's kind of exciting to have this guest. So I am looking forward to it. And it wouldn't matter where I had been. I could have been sent to the moon, and I would try to be here. <laughs> well, forgive me if I sound like I'm shouting at you, because it's, it's kind of like that old thing. You remember when, when back in the old days, and you'd call somebody long distance, and you would have to shout it to the phone so they would hear you, right? <laughs> uh, you don't have to do that anymore. Of course, uh, Lucy is... Right. Uh, an award-winning volunteer at SCORE, ladies and gentlemen. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, but this show, of course, is all about SCORE and everything that it has going on and what's going on over in the SCORE neighborhood. So, uh, uh, of course, SCORE is located in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, and it is a great organization with a multitude of benefits and advantages that you can take advantage of to give you that edge in the competitive world of business and competitive it ever is. And so all you have to do is get a hold of the folks over at SCORE. There's a couple of ways to do it. You can call them on the phone between the hours of 10 and 4, Monday through Thursday, and 10 and 1 on Friday. You'll get an actual human being. If you call after hours or get a message, just leave a message, and then you'll get contacted right back. The number 407-420-4844 for SCORE. 407-420-4844. And if you want a, you know, an advance alert of what's going on at SCORE, sign up for the newsletter at orlando.score.org. That way you'll know everything that's going to happen before it happens. And that way you can take advantage of it. A lot of these webinars are, are happening on a regular basis. They also have the Coffee with the Leader presentations happening a couple of times a month. They've got the, uh, the core cl- curriculum, you might say, the workshops of how to start a business and uh, the proper way to set it up. All of that is available at SCORE, and all you have to do is ask for it because it is at the inflation-proof bargain basement price of how much, once again, is it, Lucy? Why do I always have to say that dirty word? (laughs) Okay, I'll say it. I'm going to go to, you you realize I'm going to go to hell for saying this every week. Oh, no, no, no. My gosh, folks, it is... A wonderful free opportunity. Free. That's right, ladies and, that's and gentlemen. That's my favorite word. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Favorite word. Uh, no, that's right. No charge at all uh, because of great sponsors 
and uh, donors and it say and and of course grants. So all you have to do, it's it's only a dirty word if you don't take advantage of it. All right, that's that's where the trick is here, right, ladies and gentlemen. Right. You got to take advantage of it. And so once again, you can call the folks at Score. Sometimes they can answer your phone, your questions right over the phone. If you would like to set up, <clears throat> pardon me, a mentorship program, they'll set up an appointment to have you come in and uh, kind of get acquainted, that sort of thing. And once again, Orlando.Score.org is the place to go for. You know, it's the one-stop shop for SCORE because not only do you get the alerts of things that are are going to be occurring and a place to sign up for them, but they also have a lot of great templates for business documents that you can use as well as an archive of these radio shows and an archive of some of their presentations. So all of that at Orlando.score.org. And because it is a nationwide organization, you can go to score.org and find out what's going on around the country because there are offices all over the country and mentors all over the country as well. So all of that, once again, at the inflation and deflation-proof price of absolutely no charge at all. Well, that other voice you heard out there is the new president of the National Entrepreneur Center. She's kind of like the block captain over there in the SCORE neighborhood. And so we would like to welcome to the show for the first time, Belinda Kirkgaard. Belinda, how are you doing today? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for inviting me. I am tickled to be here and spend some time with you and, you know, promoting not only everything the SCORE office does, but also the wonderful things that happen at the NEC for free. Okay. I love that word, F-R-E-E, That's right. It's an empowering word. Now, the way we, I know you haven't been on the show before, so we'd like to find out about the guests themselves before we get to sort of the business end of things. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, went to school, what you did out of, you got out of of the the pre-National Entrepreneur Center days, so to speak. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here and with with all your listeners. Um, so a little about me. I have a little, a non-traditional background. Uh, my father was in the Air Force. He met my mother in Spain, which is where she's originally from. She's born and raised and all my family on that side of the family is still there. In fact, she's the only one that defected, as they jokingly would say. Uh, and they... Um, so I was born, born and raised in Spain at different military bases. Uh, my senior year of high school, my dad decided to retire after 23 years of service to the United States Air Force, and he moved to Winter Park. And uh, I went to high school, Winter Park High School. I, from there, went straight to UCF. I hadn't been here long enough to to want to move away from home, as most traditional high school seniors would want to do. And I actually enjoyed being in one spot for for more than two years. (laughs) So I went to UCF where I got my degree, my undergraduate, my bachelor's in political science and public administration, which are both sides of government. Um, My last semester there, I had the good fortune of being the intern for what was then called the chairman of Orange County, which is now a position called mayor. So it was Linda Chapin that I had the the good fortune of working for for uh, my last semester. I ended my internship on a Friday and then went to go work for Orange County Commissioner Mary Johnson. 
and who who was a mentor uh, throughout my professional career. She believed in giving back both women. In fact, Mayor Chapin and, and Commissioner Johnson were big, you know, public servants and and believed in grooming the next generation to do the same. So they led by example, and it's what I got to witness. Uh, I was with Commissioner Johnson's office for about five years, and I like to think that during my time, I would make it a point to facilitate, you know, anything I could and do things with a true public servant heart. So uh, I handled citizen relations, so anyone that felt like they were getting a wild goose chase with Orange County government, and it's such a large government, sometimes it's not, uh, things get lost in translation. So I like to think I helped uh, a number of individuals, as well as departments, so with briefings and facilitating um, uh, points of, of contact and then working with the commissioner on uh, just briefings in general. Uh, and this is something that, that I'll note during my time there. I used to do some of the homework for the briefings related to the international airport. She she served on the board. And so sometimes there were things that just I would do a deeper dive for her and, and do the debrief. Um, I'll explain what that, uh, why that's important in a minute. So I left her office after having earned my master's degree and went to go work for the small business department, which is the county's MBE office. And I was initially tasked as the management analyst and did Hispanic outreach and then it grew into just outreach period within the community. So I got to work with a number of wonderful organizations uh, and and again, gave back as a volunteer. I was very young at the at the time. I, I think I was a whopping 21, 22 years old and wasn't married, didn't have any children. So every evening I made it a point to just be out and sp spreading the good word of contract opportunities uh, available with Orange County and then the free resources that the county funded, like Prospera, um, SBDC, et cetera. Uh, so long before even taking this role as NEC president, I, I've been an advocate of small business. So I'll fast forward several years to, to keep everyone from falling asleep. No, that's okay. Uh, I took a job. <laughs> so I took a job with the city of Kissimmee about 13, a little over 13 years ago and became their first ever economic development director. I was tasked with creating the program. And so it meant not only designing what the counties, or excuse me, what the city's targeted industries were, it was identifying incentive opportunities, growing the economic development trust fund so that we could offer, you know, um, those incentives and have an account obviously to offset those costs. Uh, and, and so we designed what I like to think was a very, very strong program and actually one that was modeled by a number of other communities because it was performance based. And again, funding organizations that give, you know, that taught the small business community how to be, how to be better business owners or how to start a business on, you know, the proper footing. Um, so I did that for about 13 years. And then this opportunity came up over the holiday, right before the holidays. And I applied, went through the process and, and was selected to be the new president of the National Entrepreneur Center. Okay. So I was very familiar with the ecosystem. Right. And um, and I will note, I, I mentioned the international airport. So about a year and a half ago, while I was still with the city of Orlando, or excuse me, city of Kissimmee, <laughs> uh, while I was still with the city of Kissimmee, I got appointed by Governor DeSantis to serve as the Osceola representative on the airport board. 
And um, so to me, that felt full circle because I went from being a staff member supporting an actual voting member to now being an actual voting member. So that to me, you know, just felt professionally full circle during my time on the board. uh, I've done nothing but be a champion for small business and again, contract opportunities. If watch a meeting you know where my passion lies. Okay. And so it, it, uh, when uh, I took this role, there were so many folks excited okay. oh, because uh, uh, it just, uh, I really uh, have been an advocate. And I'm sure your mentors are very proud of you. Uh, we'll take a break at this point. We'll come back. We'll find out more about what you're going to be doing at the National Entrepreneur Center. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Belinda Kirkgaard. That's oh, is that what it is? Okay, all right. By that's the way, what it is. the website for the National Entrepreneur Center is nationalec.org. Nationalec.org. Okay, so stick around because we will be right back with more of what's the score. And we are What's the Score? And we want to thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We really do appreciate that. And for telling your friends and family about the show. We appreciate that, too. All right, so I've got Lucy Polito, who's back home in Columbia, but coming through loud and clear, along with our guest today, Belinda Kirkgaard. She is the new president of the National Entrepreneur Center, and I am Christopher Hart. And Belinda was just bringing us up to date. Um, by the way, when you were at UCF, was uh, Stuart Lilly and his wife, were they still in the political science department at that time? Had to, I see you kind of looking. You that would... strikes a bell, but I'm not picturing them. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Anyway, because I was there as well before you, however. All right. So, all right. Well, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the National Entrepreneur Center. Um, as you said, you took over basically at the beginning of the year, I take it, pretty much, right? And, I did, January 9th. Right. And, and, of course, Jerry Ross had been there for, for quite some time, and he came from a different background. He came, you know, from the entrepreneurial business background. You've come more from the public service background. But the whole idea of the National Entrepreneur Center from the beginning was to bring those two things together, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I would say 90, 95% of my professional career has been in economic development. And then there was a stint of time where I owned my own business. So I've worn different hats, but I think championing small business is first and foremost in what's needed in this role. Uh, you've got to understand, um, obviously, what an entrepreneur goes through. Having been one, I, I, I get it. And then understanding how how to work to secure opportunities for them educationally and that I've got an extensive background in. Well, tell us kind of what was the job description, right? What, 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 what is the, what does the president of the National Entrepreneur Center do? Well, so we are harass the rest of us to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keeping you your noses to the grindstone. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, an, an incredible job is done within the uh, NEC. So the NEC pretty much builds the infrastructure 
or build the ecosystem for business support organizations to function very effectively as well as collaboratively. So we, we as an agency will have the access to training rooms, office spaces, the technology that goes into it, and the, all the shared space that organizations need to function. So now, instead of the SCORE office, for example, having to worry about rent with an office, a break room, have it, you know, either having paying rent on a training room and whether the computer works or the projector and keeping up with AV technology needs, instead of them having to worry about that, they're partnering with the NEC that has all of that built in for them. And the same with all the other 18 organizations that, that deliver, again, a business educational programmatic. Um, so we create that ecosystem. To be part of that ecosystem, yes, it's important to deliver. Uh, you jokingly said, we put you to work. Well, that's the whole point behind what happens here. And I will say we've got partners that truly get it as well as do it. In our ecosystem, we had a last year done an, uh, an economic impact study and on average we'll train or coach 15,000 entrepreneurs here in Central Florida. Last year, it was 21,000 entrepreneurs that were either trained or coached in this ecosystem. Now, as the NEC, I have uh, I create that ecosystem and I do have two service lines, but the bulk of those individuals that are trained or coached by our business resource partners. So we don't exist without our partners, uh, or at least we, we don't exist uh, properly. And of course, the, those, partners um, and, and would so, those, those partners would include SCORE, correct? Absolutely, SCORE is one of the agencies uh, within our ecosystem. Uh, we also have the Florida High Tech Corridor. Uh, we've got uh, the Prospera, which offers bilingual business technical support to uh, to our Hispanic community. We we have VEI, the Veterans Entrepreneur Initiative, and a slew of other organizations, that, as well as chambers. Now, chambers, I'm, I'm being tapped quite often from smaller chambers that are geographic in nature, wanting to collaborate with us in one way or another, um, which I'm exploring what that, what that might look like. But the ones that are housed at the NEC are regional chambers of commerce that have a heavy educational programmatic, one, but two, they capture an audience, a niche audience that oftentimes mainstream America isn't reaching. So for example, in our ecosystem, we house the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, the African-American Chamber of Commerce, the Asian Chamber of Commerce, We've got the Haitian Chamber, uh, the Indian American Chamber, NABA, which is the, the uh, women's membership organization, and then we have the Pride Chamber. So it's an amazing ecosystem, again, education-based organizations that, again, are working with a particular niche audience to help elevate them uh, within our economy. So we're very proud of all 18 partners. And part of what I'm tasked to do is grow that, continue to grow that ecosystem, whether it be growing partnerships, just like business pivots. Um, those pivots have uh, create new needs of support as technologies advance, new um, new opportunities arise, and those are all opportunities for us to continue to educate 
our business communities. So I will always be on the lookout for new partnership opportunities to fill voids uh, in services that we provide. And of course, Lucy- Can I just you, say you, that- Yeah, please go ahead. What I was gonna say is there are 18 organizations, all different ones, and yet we're all trying to do the same thing and that is help the small business person. And what's amazing is we're all different, but at the same time, we're all the same helping folks and everybody gets along, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the same mission, which is to grow our business community. They do it in different ways. We have reduced the duplication of services uh, amongst them. We have monthly, yeah, sorry, bi-monthly management board meetings. So there's a representative from each of the organizations that talks about what they're doing. They collaborate amongst themselves. Um, and promote, cross-promote activities that each of them are doing. I'd like to also morph it to be a little more of a think tank so that when, you know, leadership in this community is, you know, tasked with something, they can turn to us and ask for real-time boots-on-the-ground perspective of what's happening. So that that we we have some of that that goes on, but I'd like to strengthen strengthen that. And Lucy, uh, of course, SCORE has been there, I think, since the very beginning at the National Entrepreneur Center. Is that yep. correct? Yes, that is correct. We were probably uh, probably the first tenant, if you will, in our current location. Uh, prior to that, we were what I call a, across the street from the IBM building on Robinson. Uh, and, yeah, you know, I, when, I, when I started, I was at the social security office. Can you imagine that? In those days, we really didn't have any walk-in traffic because in order to go into that office, you had to go through security and all kinds of stuff. So people got stopped right at the beginning. So most of the stuff at that time was by phone. But now, of course, we have the ability of actually welcoming all our clients. uh, And, you know, they have free parking where we are right now. So that's mm-hmm. just another extra advantage, which is something we didn't have in the previous locations. And and that's right. once Correct. again, that, that, that's to create that environment that Belinda was speaking about. So um, the, uh, of course, the Entrepreneur Center is, as I said, it's a public-private cooperation of sorts. And so... Uh, is your experience now and your history in the public sector is that are are you going to be looking more to 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 in, to sort of increase the the reach in that side of the environment shall we call it the ecosystem so i have what we're calling three pillars and the first one we talked about which is growing partnerships to ensure our ecosystem is strong and healthy and meeting the needs of our business community as it evolves So do we. The other one is growing um, investors, in fact. So we rely uh, on a great deal of uh, government or um, public sector dollars. I'd like to work towards diversifying that so that the public sector, or excuse me, private sector is contributing um, a, a, a higher percentage of the total revenue coming in. But part of that also includes involving different industries here at the NEC. So ideally, I'd like an investor to be from every industry in Central Florida involved, because again, what we offer here is educational programmatic and our small business community comes 
from, you know, is within every single industry in Central Florida. 80% of our economy is driven by small business. And so you're going to have medical, you're going to have hospitality, you're going to have so many others. So we want to ensure that we've got investors that reflect the, the our business community here in Central Florida. So growing investors and engaging um, corporations is going to be important, as well as growing our NEC footprint. Um, I'm proud to say Seminole County has uh, accepted our proposal. This was about a month and a half ago. Okay. Uh, come October 1st, we will have a physical presence oh. in Seminole County at Seminole. Uh, yes, uh, breaking news. So we'll have a physical office and access to training room space, complimentary. Okay. Done. Uh, I'll tell you what, let's, let's, let's use this as a tease right. uh, for people to stick around yes. when we come back. You can tell us more about that and where it will actually be in Seminole County if you have a location. Uh, once again, you are listening to What's the Score? Our guest today is the new president of the National Entrepreneur Center, and she's off and running, ladies and gentlemen. Belinda Kirkgaard is her name. NationalEC.org is the website. And don't forget Orlando.score.org as well. And we will be right back with more of What's the Score? We're back, and we are What's the Score, and we thank you for tuning in. We really do appreciate that, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Hart here, along with Lucy Polito, our guest today, Belinda Kirkgaard, who's the new president of the National Entrepreneur Center, and she was just telling us as we went into the break that they are going to have now a physical presence in Seminole County as well. And by the way, how long has, has the score, I'm sorry, has the National Entrepreneur Center been at the Fashion Square there, Lucy? Wow. Uh, 2011, you know, I believe, you transitioned over. 20, yeah. to 11. Okay. All right. So so it's been located there, and it's growing, but now you're... 12 years. Yeah, okay. So now you're moving out of the county. So tell us about that. I mean, you're not moving. I'm sorry. You're expanding out of no, the county. No, 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 no. We will always be headquartered in Orlando, Orange County. Okay. Uh, so... But part of my task uh, and part of my commitment to this organization is to grow it. We are a national entrepreneur center. And one of the priorities was for us to become regional. My five-year goal is to be outside the state of Florida, but we'll discuss that in a second. But come October 1st, we have partnered with Orange County. Oh, excuse me. I am all over the place with governments today, so I apologize. Um, come October 1st, in partnership with Seminole County Government, we will have a physical footprint in Seminole County, specifically in Seminole State College in their Heathrow campus. And what I like about that location in particular, not only is it accessible very quickly off of I-4, it is on the, the, the more Western side of the county. And so it's a direct connection for us to also assist small businesses in Volusia County. So now our megaphone is going further uh, as, as we provide programmatic there in Seminole County. We've got resources that we're bringing on the road uh, to, to Seminole County so that folks don't just have to come here to Fashion Square Mall or feel that virtual is their only option. They'll have the opportunity to, to 
get programmatic there in their own backyard and meet with with individuals in their own backyard. So we're excited about that partnership. And as I said, come October 1st, uh, we, we will officially launch that um, launch that office and we'll do the ribbon cutting and, and, and make a make a moment of it oh, as, we, to, as we kick it off. Oh, well, congr- mm-hmm. We're also congratulations. started conversations with Osceola County. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And we've started conversations with Osceola County. That model is going to look a little differently because they have the Osceola Chamber has a, a mini NEC. Um, so I'm hoping to enhance that and what that looks like will be different than the traditional model that we have here. And um, yeah, in a, in a couple of weeks, we'll have Lake County Economic Development representatives visiting us once again. And I am hoping to further, com- you know, continue the conversation about growing our footprint into Lake County. So all goes well, knock on wood, uh, you know, within the next, you know, I would say easy 18 months, we, sh- we should be in a number of counties. Wow, that's uh, exciting news. And uh, that should make it easier for the organizations at the home base, shall we call it, uh, to reach those clients as well. Do you think, Lucy? Uh, yeah, for sure. That'll be wonderful. Great opportunity for a lot of people. Uh, you know, even for our own uh, uh, volunteers, because, you know, we have volunteers that are all over the, the city, you know, and all the, all the counties. So that'll be great for that. And of course, uh Obviously, Orlando proper has grown, and I think it's probably full now. So now we are stretching to other counties. So this is a perfect opportunity. And it's a great, great opportunity, actually. What we have here, we've reached 21. I just think 21,000 is such a remarkable number of entrepreneurs that we've trained or coached in just one year. So to think with other footprints, you know, we're, we're more accessible to other communities across Central Florida that need the help. So that number's only going to get bigger and better. Uh, so our reach is definitely going to grow. And it offers opportunities for those in our ecosystem to also provide programmatic in those communities. Um, so I will compliment SCORE on just how cutting edge the program, uh, programmatic is that they offered the last two days. You've had two different workshops, all um, targeting AI, artificial intelligence. And the, I wasn't able to attend them, but I had team members that were. And just wow is what came out of their mouths. So congratulations to the SCORE office for those workshops. And we're going to continue to help you spread the word. Yeah. And as I always say, I mean, uh, SCORE is a great it's really a school. I mean, if you really think about it, it is a school because we will take you by the hand from the very basic things that you need to know in order to work and open a business all the way through the end until you're successful and continue to grow. And I mean, everything to be successful there at, a, I'll repeat it again, for free, for goodness sake. How can you not take advantage of that? Correct. 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 And we're, and we're proud of that. Really proud of that. And I, I noted 80% of our U.S. economy is driven by small businesses. Of that 80%, 
it, it I want to say it's like 92%, but don't quote me, but the vast majority of that small business community is made up of micro enterprises, which are companies that are five or less employees. And that includes the company owner. Those are your doctor's offices or your dentist or, you know, the, 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 the local deli shop down the road uh, or bakery, you know, bakery. So it's um yeah, the, this is all information that, that they need to continue to grow, learn how to franchise potentially, um, and employ more individuals. So it, it's nice to be able to offer that for free because these are individuals that, that you know, can't afford consultants necessarily to help them get to the next phase. But it's such an important and integral part to ensure our small business community is healthy and thriving because otherwise, I mean, we, we experienced it during the pandemic, just the shutdowns that when they couldn't operate. Yep. You know, see. it's not just for people who are starting a business. It's people who are currently in business. You could be currently in business and be stuck in something. Maybe you want to grow the business and that, you know, we're there to help you with that, too. Maybe you have too much business and maybe there's an opportunity for you to open up someplace else or something. So any facet of the business world, we can help you with. So again, every piece of information that we give you is free and it's all from people who've been, have been there. They've done that. They've been successful. And all we want to do is give back because, you know, uh, when you have been successful, you want to give back. Uh, and we enjoy it personally. I know I enjoy that a lot. Uh, and all of my colleagues do. I mean, that's what we look forward to. We look forward to helping people be successful. That's what we're there for. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing a, a remarkable job for, uh, for us, um, with that too. So thank you for all you do. All right. Belinda Kirkgaard is who our guest is today. She is the president of the National Entrepreneur Center. NationalEC.org is their website, NationalEC.org. And a little while ago, you mentioned something you called it the high-tech corridor. What what, would, what did you mean by that? Uh, so that's one of the organizations that assist industries that more adva- and more advanced industries. It's actually a partnership with three universities, UCF being one, um, USF in Tampa, and then I believe Gainesville, U of F is also part of uh, uh, that consortium. They cover, and you'll have to forgive me, I'm not as well versed on some of the deta- uh, nuances within it, but I believe he covers 18 counties and provides you know, the, those advanced technology industries with support. Uh, in in the different ways that that they deliver programmatic, so it's one of those um, agencies that works not only with governments, being universities and helping identify companies, but also uh, the different um, government contractors, just getting them involved with some of the small business development. So that. Paul Soles, a retired uh, admiral with the U.S. Navy, and I, you know, if I can do, offer anything, I'd highly recommend you interview him. He is a great story, and just some of the transformations that he's doing with the agency would be worth listening to. I think you'd enjoy it. Okay, excellent, excellent. Um, the what other plans do you have? Uh, any other? 
Uh, you, yeah, you, you, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. We're, Are you serious? She's not stop thinking. Give me a break. <laughs> We're going big. So I mentioned I do have four pillars of uh, of where I'm hoping to take this organization. One was growing investors. The growing partnerships was the other. Uh, we have uh, within the NEC two service lines. One is BizLink Orange, and the other is the Central Florida International Trade Office. Both of those agencies directly um, are NEC employees and items within our um what we do that ecosystem and i i don't i'd love to chat a little more about each one of those if i don't know how how much time we have until the next segment but um growing those opportunities um is something that i'd like to do specifically with the trade office okay we if you remember um orlando city hall the ninth floor used to have all the consulates offices i'd like to have something like that within the nec uh, and maybe this becomes the teaser for the next segment because <laughs> the, the fourth item is just that. Okay. It's the new facility. All right. Um, and what NEC uh, 2.0 looks like. So that will be the perfect teaser. <laughs> All right. So uh, we will come back in just a moment and find out more about those other pillars that Belinda Kirkgaard is talking about. Once again, she is the new president at the National Entrepreneur Center. You can find out more about what's going on there at nationalec.org. And, of course, the home base now, we'll, we'll have to start calling it, from the National Entrepreneur Center, is in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall on the West End. They're just off McGuire. As Lucy said, plenty of free parking. So real easy to get to and real easy to take advantage of. In the meantime, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? I saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. Walking through the street. We are back. We are What's the Score? And we thank you for tuning in. Lucy Polito, our guest today, Belinda Kirkgaard, myself, Christopher Hart, are here to uh, talk to you more about the National Entrepreneur Center. But before we get back to that conversation, I'd just like to remind you that SCORE, this is a show, I should say, What's the Score, has been on the air here, gosh, I think over eight years now. And uh, it's it's Honestly. been a tremendous success. And that's because, ladies and gentlemen, radio is still one of the best ways to get your message to a mass audience and in an efficient and inexpensive way. And all you have to do is talk to the folks here at Salem Media Group Orlando. And, of course, they have the News Talk Station of the Year here. And uh, that's because it is a very powerful form of communication and done effectively. And all you have to do is go to Salem Surround. I'm sorry, that's surroundorlando.com for Salem Surround, surroundorlando.com. Salem Surround also incorporates the social media platforms with your radio message, or they can just focus on one or the other, whatever works best for you. Salem Surround is surroundorlando.com, the website. If you'd like to speak with someone, 407-618-1760. You ever wonder why you hear those same shows on Saturday morning over and over and over again, ladies and gentlemen, year after year? It's because it works. Salem Surround, surroundorlando.com, 407-618-1760. Be a part of getting your message out. All right. Let's get back to the conversation and get more of the message out about the the new goings on at the National Entrepreneur Center. Uh, 
And Belinda, you were just going to describe BizLink Orange, I believe, to us, one of your other pillars. Part of the yeah, pillars. so we have two certain, yeah, and the NEC, not only do we create the infrastructure, but we also have two existing service lines. One is the Central Florida International Trade Office. So that was actually created by a couple mayors back, Mayor Teresa Jacobs, who found that we had a lot of international guests that would come, different delegations that needed information on how to do business here in Central Florida. So she tasked the NEC with creating an office to be, again, education-based to many of these international guests that want to invest in our community but aren't quite sure what makes sense or how to do business here. We also have a number of companies that want to export their products externally and aren't quite sure you know, what resources are available to them. So Chris Leggett is our program manager and does an amazing job in ensuring that not only folks have an understanding of what importing and exporting looks like, but also helping them access different federal agencies that provide more hands-on um, assistance with companies when they're wanting to export their products. And depending on the country, putting them in touch with an endpoint in that respective country to continue to hold their hand. So the International Trade Office does a remarkable job in really helping our small business community uh, grow internationally. Um, and one of the things as part of my pillars, it's to grow that office, have him do more with different consulate offices. And ideally, as we look at exploring all the different options to the NEC in creating a new headquarters facility, uh, one of the things that we're looking at is potentially having consulate offices, whether it's their direct office or if it's co-working space that we, we provide them, uh, but having consulates have a stronger presence within the NEC. Again, that education piece, bringing in delegates, offering them opportunities to connect with our ecosystem, not only helps our small business community, but it helps our local economy in, in big, big ways. So that that's the third pillar of, of the things I'm hoping to accomplish. And then the fourth pillar was a new facility, which I touched base on. Here at the NEC, we have three years left on our lease. And whether we renew or we, you know, find another or find another permanent home location are, are all things that I'm exploring. So um, yes, the next next facility will more than likely need more space just because of the amount of things that we'd like to be able to accommodate to include larger training rooms. If, if the AI workshops that the SCORE office had earlier this week were to be held in person, we couldn't have fit them into our in our training rooms because you were had such a high interest. I think there was 178 people registered uh, to attend this forum, and, and our conference rooms will um, cap out at 130, which is still a really nice size audience. So um, yeah, so we're we're looking at what you know, what the infrastructure evolves into. So um, so I talked a little about the trade office, but you asked about BizLink Orange. Well, just before we go, uh, to, so the Biz before we go to the trade office, though, Lucy, sounds like some pretty exciting stuff happening there. It is. I mean, uh, you know, it's amazing because one of the, one of the, things that happened through the pandemic is SCORE never closed. And as I mentioned several times, we were busier then than we are basically now. And one of the things that helped us was the technology 
And of course, you know, I that's the thing of the future. So we all better get into it. And people want to learn. And that is the way business is being done today. So uh, anytime we have any type of class in reference to that, it is always full. I mean, well people attended. really are, yes, very well attended. So it's it's great. And if we can have a bigger uh, space, uh, we'll have we'll be able to fill it up. And more <laughs> with no problem. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we just have enough time, I think, for you to tell us about the National Trade Office, the, the fourth of your pillars. So, yeah. So the, we talked about the facility, the growing the international oh, I'm sorry. trade yeah. office, growing yeah. investors. Yeah. yeah. So business, uh, BizLink Orange is actually the brainchild of Mayor Demings at Orange County during the pandemic. He found that we needed a way to connect with our small business community, again, the educational piece. And so we took everything that happens here in the NEC and put it on a virtual platform. And so within this platform called BizLink Orange, you have access to different guides to start up a business, put together a marketing plan. Um, It it even offers small businesses the opportunity to give us... um, to, to register for what we call personal action plans. So based on where they're at, Lucy, you referenced, you know, existing companies sometimes get stuck and aren't quite sure, you know, how to, how to, how to take that next step or, you know, which direction to take that step. So they, they can easily fill out a quick questionnaire and we put them in touch with the respective partners that make sense um, for the, to help them with that next step. And they can do that at three in the morning if they happen to be insomniacs or if, you know, they're at home on a Saturday and playing online and just kind of wanting to read up or learn a little more. They've got the opportunity to do that from the convenience of their home at any hour of the day. So we're really proud uh, of that. We've we actually on that platform are, are able to kind of identify who um, who looks at the site and what they well what they see on the site. Not unless they give us you know their names, we don't know who they are. But um, we have seen that we get um, inquiries. We last year. So BizLink Orange is only about a year and a half old, and in that time frame, they've had individuals in 103 different countries touch base with them uh, to learn a little more. So there's global interest, obviously, on uh, what's happening in Central Florida and on different the the needs to further get educated. So um, we're pretty proud of everything BizLink uh, Orange has to offer to include guides for nonprofits, which is something normally you, you don't you know, it, that's an uh, that's an audience that tends to not have very many resources. So another reason why I'm so thankful for the SCORE office, because you do help nonprofits. Many other agencies require that companies be for profits to be able to get their free the free support. So thank you, SCORE, for taking that on. Others others don't. All right. And finally, the National Trade Office. So the Central Florida National Trade Office, that's Chris Leggett. And yeah, he, he does a remarkable job in connecting individuals with opportunities for them to export products. Um, there was a, he puts out an international export report every year. And within it, it'll have a breakdown by county of what industries are exporting, what amounts that looks like. And um, it's a nice summary that that provides county by county what their strengths are. 
we um we're actually going to take it that goes back to me wanting to elevate um that that office we're going to take that report on the road i have asked a couple of different counties the, the report features six different counties but i've asked um different counties for three minutes on the county commission time to talk about you know what what's going on in their in their backyard so uh we're hoping to do seminal counties first in the coming weeks and then it'll be orange county i think works uh chris is still working on that report okay. so All right. the idea is for them to to hear what's happening all right well we're just gonna have to pretty much leave it there but i'd like you to announce one more time about the new office in seminole county there at the heathrow campus of Seminole State College, if you would. Yeah, so come October 1st, we will have a physical office at Seminole State College in their Heathrow campus in partnership with Seminole County government. So we're super excited to be able to provide, obviously, trainings and and coachings there physically in Seminole County, closer to, to those business owners and close enough to potentially be accessed by small businesses in Volusia County as well. So we're very excited come October 1st uh, to to grow our footprint regionally. And they're going to have a ribbon cutting ceremony and everything. So uh, we'll give you a heads up so you can attend that. Well, Belinda, thanks so much for being with us. Probably cupcakes too. All right. (laughs) Well, thanks so much for being with us today. And uh, you're doing great work over there. And sounds like great things are going to be happening for the National Entrepreneur Center to help businesses here in Central Florida. We appreciate that. It sounds like uh, it sounds like we need to have her probably towards the end of the year to see how much it has been accomplished. And my oh, yeah. God, what will she have for us next year? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to do that. A couple of feet All right. Yes. So go yes, to I'd love to. All right. dot org. By the way, the phone number there is 407-420-4848 for the National Entrepreneur Center, 420-4848. And don't forget orlando.score.org. And until next week, that's all for What's the Score? See ya. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.